All right. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are. Wow. Some familiar wow. faces on the panel. And uh, what an honor to be here on Turtle Boy Live. And, Wait a second. Uh, Where the hell am I? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. But, um, you know, we were asked today, I know this is kind of kind of a impromptu thing that we we got we put together but we were asked by Aiden and his admin team to do this special live for him and to uh just bring some awareness to what happened and what's been going on uh over the last couple of weeks I know you all haven't seen any activity on the channel and we wanted to come here and just give everybody a rundown and obviously the most important thing today is to drive uh some donations to Aiden's defense fund so we have one of his uh, his admins in the group that will be dropping the link as we periodically go on uh, to drive donations. And please uh, get over there if you can. Any any amount of money that you can help to, uh, get to his defense fund, that's why we wanted to do this. So um, I want to welcome in the glare and Rita. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Rita's going to give us actually a rundown of what happened in court today. Um, Glare, do you have anything you want to say here? I know I kind of just took the mic, but Please, anything you want to add. Uh, dude, uh, I still, I, I have no idea. This was very short notice, um, which is fine. I, I just, I, but putting me on the spot going, you have anything you want to say to start this off? Right. Dude, uh, I mean, it's great to see everybody. And yeah. and I'm and I'm glad, I'm I'm grateful and honored to be asked to, to do this. So I'll do the best I can here and not uh, screw anything up. <laughs> uh, no we're gonna be fine and if uh, i'm sure everybody knows rita here uh rita a huge supporter of aiden and the free karen reed movement and she's always out there she actually had a spot with uh court tv the other day which was really cool and i got to to witness that which was pretty right cool. on yeah absolutely so rita give us a little bit of a rundown uh aiden had his court hearing today and if people aren't really caught up as to what's going on uh, maybe we can give them a little bit of rundown. I know you were in the courtroom for most of the day. I sat in uh, probably all of the day. I'm sorry. I sat in for about 45 minutes and listened, but you probably have a clearer picture as to, to what went on. Yeah. So um, there was, I would say there's about 40 of us, um, maybe 50, <clears throat> 40 of us. And just so people can put that in perspective, you know, there were many of us at court on Thursday for the Canton nine. And then so many for Karen on Friday. And then Aiden, we had the court hearing today, which we found out just last week. And we showed up again today for Aiden. And so uh, that's our commitment to Aiden. And that's our commitment to the story and to getting Karen's story out there. So today we went into the courtroom and it was, it was the district court, not the superior court. And it had a completely different judge. And so we sat there. And um, there were, you know, some cases that went in front. We, we were there all day. We did not get out until 4.30. So there were some cases that went in the morning and a lot of people didn't show, which was pretty interesting. And then um, Aiden's case was heard. Um, the, his accuser uh, testified. Um, and then Aiden testified. Uh, and then Tim was trying to give the judge some background. And it's a lot to absorb for someone who doesn't know this case the way we know this case. Mm. And so here he is on, you know, this domestic violence charge. And Tim is trying to give put it all in perspective. Right. Um, and then 
Um, so, and then at the end of the, there were a couple of witnesses that were not there. And, you know, I think that hurt the situation. So when it started, um, his accuser spoke and um, Tim, you know, uh, questioned her and her attorney questioned her and, you know, and, and back and forth. And um, she got caught not telling the truth. And I mean, at one point they were talking about text messages between her and Aiden. And she said she didn't have her phone with her. And then when they came back from the lunch break and her attorney was going to speak, her attorney goes, well, when we were on, you know, downstairs, she got a phone call. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, anybody told them a phone. <laughs> So <clears throat> something, a sidebar happened right away. So we don't know what happened with that, but, um, and then Aiden test, testified. So from those two testimonies, we watched and we were able to um, see for ourselves and make our own evaluation on who was telling the truth and what happened. And when we listened to her, um, we heard her tell us, that uh, their relationship started like September 15th and then mm -hmm. it ended uh, December 9th. Um, she told us that, um, so it ended that actually Aiden told us that. And then she told Aiden that around, I don't know, the end of November, she told Aiden that she was pregnant and gave him a screenshot of a pregnancy test. Uh, Aiden had done the meta data on the picture and the picture was from May of 2023. <laughs> 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 and, ass. and her attorneys weren't so clear on met metadata and, and, you know, they thought it was a scientific, you know, kind of thing. And no, you just look at the picture and there it is. Uh, so that was hard for her to explain. She's not a very original psycho hose beast, is she? Like, yeah, I mean, she... how, you know, like that's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. And so um, she told him that. And then there were a couple of times that um, she told him, this is all, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just repeating testimony. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that everybody understands. This is all public record. We were there today. This is all public record. I mean, right. this is on the it record. Is. Yeah. I'm just stating yeah. the right. testimony. Yeah, of course. And I know domestic violence, I would never speak poorly about anyone in a domestic violence situation. However, um, truth matters. I mean, that's what this whole case, that's what everything is about. Truth matters. Right. And you can't just be lying and think that you could just tell people that's reality. So she, um, there was a couple times that uh, I, I, I got it. Aiden presented himself extremely well. And uh, he told her that if she was pregnant, they lived an hour away from each other, that he was going to file for custody um, because they lived far away. So he was caring in that regard. Uh, he was caring throughout, actually. Um, and she told him, uh, I think late November, she was going to have an abortion. And then he drove her to the place. And he said, you know, it's Massachusetts. It's a woman's decision. And he drove her uh, to the clinic and uh, waited and uh, then she told him she changed her mind. And that happened again a week later. And she changed her mind. Um, and, but what he did say, what, she, what did come out 
through either cross-examination or whatever, is that she was having conversations with um, uh, Aiden's rival and, and, you know, Kate Peters. And so she had connected. It's almost like she had a relationship with Aiden and then she shifted to the other side and then she, she couldn't figure out where she wanted to be. And she had communication with Kate Peters, who we all know hates Aiden. And um, she was also in contact with Tully. And she was also in contact with uh, Ken Mello. So that was pretty interesting. And that was all in the December timeframe. When Aiden um, was victorious that Friday in court on December 22nd, within two hours, um, Tully had been to her place with a subpoena. I already knew the story before it happened, man. I already yep. knew it. I mean, before I'm saying when we we talked about this on my channel, uh, yep. where I was like, the timing is just a little too convenient that the day that he gets this win in court oh. is the day that supposedly they are they're they're in contact with each other. She gets the subpoena. Yeah. Okay. And 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 Mello's comments to the press at the uh, that day were were extremely uh veiled but oh, yeah. pretty obvious that he knew something that he had something up his sleeve because otherwise why would he sound so confident uh after the way that that, that day went so I, yeah it's gross right. and so and at one point i think it was the 22nd um she was already meeting with telly at her um, apartment in a conference room and Aiden's texting her and, you know, they're texting each other and uh, I can't talk. Don't text me. Don't text me. And then after Tully leaves, you know, she's ready to text him and she wants him to come over. And he told her on the 22nd, he could not come over. His lawyer told him not to. And then on the 23rd, there, I mean, there was dialogue going back and forth and <clears throat> she wanted him over there. I mean, Aiden held up pages. I think it was nine pages. Yeah text messages just in the month of December and they broke up December 9th. And I, I don't even see how that's in question that she wanted him over there when we sat there and listened to this recording where the entire time she's yelling at him for wanting to leave. Yes. So how yes. is that even a question that she got him over there in some way, shape or form when the whole time he's going, look, I'm going to go. Right. <laughs> Right. And she, and, and I mean, he, he, he knew not to go into her place. He knew that it could be bugged because she kept ring cameras in her house. She, she watched her kids on ring cameras <laughs> and Aiden also revealed in court that she was videotaping them um, intimately and he, um, without his knowledge. And so he knew not to go into her apartment. And what happened was he said, I'll meet you here in the conference room. So he met her in the conference room and he talked to her and she lured him over there. She told him she had that subpoena and then she wanted to talk to him in person. And he went over and he was in that conference room. I want to say he said for a couple of hours and he was going to, what happened was one of her children uh, woke up. And so they went into the apartment because yeah. the child was awake. Um, and then after we heard that 
audio, he did stay. He did not want to stay, but uh, he was concerned about the children and he was concerned about her safety. So he stayed until she fell asleep. And then at five o'clock in the morning, he got up and he left and he was so tired from everything because he didn't want to stay. He got to a car accident. Yeah, he got in a car accident. You know, got into a car accident on his way home. Oh. So uh, it's a sad situation. And and then there were two witnesses that they really needed. Even though, you know, when we sat there and, you know, walking in, you know, you hear domestic violence and you know the other side's trying to um, dehumanize him and, and trying to break down his movement. And... So you go in and you say, okay, I'm going to hear it. And you, you hope and you pray, you know, that what you think is going to happen, you know, that it, it happens. I mean, you hope and pray that she doesn't have credibility or, you know what I mean? Cause you don't want to see that, but you know, I mean, she didn't, I mean, she didn't. And he did. I mean, we watched it and what happened was, so the judge wanted the two witnesses. Well, one, I believe was an ex-boyfriend. Um, yes. And right. I he, heard that. Yeah, yeah. I was in there. I heard that. Yep. He Nick or something. Right. And he had planned a vacation a year ago. So he, and he just got subpoenaed like last week. Well, he's on vacation. Right. And then the other witness <clears throat> is the, the other witness, her, um, she uh, is the cousin of the father of Lindsay's three children, three of her four children. So the other witness babysat for Lindsay a few times. And she wasn't the babysitter. She just babysat for Lindsay a few times, I guess, when her other babysitter couldn't, you know, come through. So she apparently um, reached out to Aiden. And this is what Aiden's testimony was, is that she reached out to him after this event with information and that uh, Lindsay did not, Lindsay com confided in her that Aiden didn't touch her. And Aiden's, uh, the private investigators spoke to her and, but she wouldn't sign an affidavit. Interesting enough, um, she reached out to me and I don't know what she wanted from me, um, but, you know, she told me she didn't want to testify that her family was pressuring her not to, you know, her children were involved. And that's what, the, I mean, that's the whole thing with this whole John O'Keefe murder is there's children involved, there's friends and you have parents and you have, there's so many connections and people are just trying to protect people. And so she did not want to testify because of the pressure she was feeling from her family. And then she told me that she got COVID. And so she didn't come to court. She didn't tell court she was coming. So then they decided to zoom her in. The judge said, zoom her in. You know, I need these witnesses. And the other guy, Nick, wasn't there. So she was the only other witness. Um, and she didn't say nothing when she got nothing. Out. Nothing. nothing. I don't it, know nothing. Right. I mean, it was obvious she went silent. Mm -hmm. And she, nope, I don't know anything. I told her I didn't want to hear anything. And she was frightened. She was frightened right. and didn't want to say anything. So, and then Tim was trying to, 
you know, elicit responses from her. And the judge was like, listen, this is your witness. You know, you brought her in here. And, and, you know, like I said, on the court steps, which you guys probably know, you don't pick your witnesses, your witnesses, you've got your witnesses and you right. do the best you can with them. And, you know, so I, I think at the end of the day, I mean, I do think that judge was fair. I do think that judge was fair. Um, but I think that there was so much information that he really, Tim was trying to get him to put it in context. And Tim did a fabulous job doing that. But I don't think the judge could and, and how do you, together. And how do you do that so quickly, you know, in such a brief period of time, in a condensed period of time, without sounding completely insane? Exactly. Without it sounding like a total nutty story. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like if I'm a judge, I'm sitting there going. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And, and her attorney, her attorneys were not impressive. I think they went to the same school Ken Mello went to. And, you know. <laughs> well, they it was funny. It was, go ahead. They need to go back to school. Yeah, it was, it, funny, it was one point he was trying to raise uh, the question about. So you have a YouTube channel. How many subscribers you have on that? He's like, uh, last time I look, it was XXX. He goes, all right, you have a Facebook channel. How many, how many subscribers on that? XXX and so on and so on. And essentially they were trying to add up like, you know, he's just, you know, he's going to go out and, and post all this stuff and it's going to cause this big conundrum. And he's like, that's not my purpose here. I just, I re I report on stories. I mean, essentially right. what he said, he's like, I just report on stories. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to say that he's going to go out and just start slandering this and that. And it was, it was actually kind of, I wouldn't say funny, but it was just like, it was like, bizarre. What, what is it? Yeah, I, I mean, bizarre. if that's the fear though. Okay. So a, you could go one route and be like, listen, your honor, we've my defense in all of this is a first amendment thing. I'm free to do what I want. I'm allowed to do whatever I want, but right. let's just say that's a bad idea at that very moment to say that to that judge. Right. So, I mean, what's the difference? Why not just put a, a an order saying you can't talk about this case on your social media real easy. You know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, if that's what you're afraid of, you just put that gag order on there. And I mean, I don't know how the law works, but it seems simple enough to me that I've seen it happen before. Yeah. So, so in Massachusetts, it's my understanding that the threshold is very low. And all she has to do is say she's afraid scared. and that it meets the threshold. And so she was able to convince that judge, which blows my mind, um, because I, I do not think she was a credible witness. I mean, the phone thing alone, everybody was like, what? what? <laughs> she said she didn't have a phone. And her attorney is the one who told everybody she had the phone. <laughs> so it was pretty interesting. And, you know, um, I, I don't know. So... Uh, it, it was interesting. And uh, and then the, then the attorney, to what you were saying, um, Brian, the attorney was asking how many followers on Facebook yeah. and he said the other thing. And then he asked him if he edits his own videos. Yeah, he was like, do you edit your own videos? He goes, I know how to post a video. And then they had to go into all of that. What's yeah. posting and editing? And he's like, dude, you don't know, like, you don't know this. <laughs> like, it's pretty yeah. simple stuff. He goes, I have someone that works for me and they do my editing. He's like, I don't edit. But he's like, I post the video once they yeah. edit and then he was trying to like, you know, uh, what goes on with your your admins? You know, are they posting content? He goes, they take portions of my live and my editor will cut it down and they will post it. You know, so he's like, and it just basically led to a nothing burger. 
It, so, yeah, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was, and then at one time, I think one of the, she had two attorneys and I think at one time one objected. And so the judge says abstained or sustained. And then he objected again. And the judge goes, yeah. I said sustained. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick, if we can just take a quick moment here, just to pause real quick. And, you know, the biggest thing that we wanted to do this is to go over and make sure that we drive some uh, donations to help uh, Aiden out his defense uh, his defense fund. And if anybody can do that and help him out tonight, uh, the moderator will drop the link in the chat and we'll just bring some awareness there and, and, and get some donations to his, uh, to his defense fund. So, yeah. And Absolutely. I just want to say, you know, to the people, cause I know, you know, there's so many followers and we believe, we know we've seen the facts, you mm -hmm. know, we, we see the truth and that's why we believe what we believe and today only strengthened my resolve. You know, when I sat in that courtroom and I witnessed for myself the testimony, you know, I'm not a minion like Ken Mello wants everybody to think we are. We are intelligent right. people. Yeah. We are intelligent people that can differentiate between right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And we have voices where we can express that something is wrong and it's not right. And coming out of that courtroom, it only made me strengthen my support of Aiden. Mm -hmm. It did not damage him one iota. Well, so I mean, that's all it's going to do. Like I said, I keep saying this is going to have the Streisand effect, you know, yeah. um, when it comes to what, what was intended as far as mellow and, uh, <clears throat> you know, Morrissey, they, this is, this is not going to go the way that they wanted it to go. Uh, and, and it's, Clever buddy, you can't drink my coffee, dude. I love you. I got mine licking my ankle. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, who are you talking to? What's going on? Like, he does that every time. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's not going to have the effect. I mean, and for those of you who are in chat wondering how, what, how did you, how are you guys streaming from Aiden's channel? Aiden's reach is vast. Yeah. Serious, my friends. That's all you need to know. Right. That's all you need to know. He's a wizard and we're minions. Yeah. Don't yes. you know? The yeah. You have been sucked into his energy. I know. Someone's writing in the thing, Stockholm. To yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I call it truth versus gaslighting. That's what I call it. And, you know, this country's been through a lot. And we need to get back to the truth. We, we cannot allow this country uh, to be gaslit. You know, we, we, we have to demand facts. We have to demand truth and move forward on that. And um, enough of this gaslighting. It, it's, it's a cancer. Well, they're not even good at it. <laughs> no, like, there was somebody on Twitter. Somebody on Twitter and I like made a very I, like I, I make we all do this. We make a lot of the same points. Why do we do that? Because it's the truth. Um, so this person made this comment on Twitter saying, you know, can't you say anything original? And I'm like, well, you know, and I had to break it down. And I was just like, well, originality, it, 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 it's is necessary when being creative. Um, yeah. There's nothing creative about the truth. We don't need to be creative about the truth because right. that would make it a lie. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. So, 
We, I, I, I write better when I word things, when I type them, but when I speak, but yeah, it was a lot more quicker and to the point than that. But it was just like, yeah, you don't, when it comes to creativity, uh, originality, I mean, it doesn't apply here. It doesn't yeah. apply. I don't need to be original. I need yeah. you, you willfully ignorant morons to understand what I've been saying over and over and over again. That's why I keep repeating myself because it is the truth and you cannot dispute the truth because I can back it up with documentation with facts. So, and I mean, Rita, that's like all you've been doing. I love watching you in those, uh, cause we've never had a chance to talk. Um, I, I love watching you in those town meetings in those, uh, select board meetings. Uh, cause I'm just like, man, she is such a good voice to represent the people of Canton, like mm-hmm. everybody there, you. you know, because we, we could all, everybody could just start a YouTube channel and speak up and do what me and Brian are doing. And that's great. And Brian, you're pretty local there yourself, <laughs> but like to, to show up at those select board meetings and speak so eloquently, totally classy, not buying into the 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 back and forth BS that takes place. Oh, I forgot. We don't have to censor ourselves here. He's not monetized. No. <laughs> um, so, um, but it's it's really refreshing to see that, uh, and and it's really important that we all do that to some degree. I'm not very good at it, so that's why I'm saying I'm really glad that you're around doing it because. <laughs> I'm terrible about that. I will straight up call somebody a fucking idiot and like you need to just stop talking, go bury your head in the sand because you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm really quick to do that. And I'm really I have a very small threshold of patience for uh, willful ignorance. It, it really bugs me. Yeah, so I, I just don't I, have a lot of patience for it. And, and I and I hope that, you know, People watching the select board meetings inspire them, and I know it does, to go to their own select board meetings and get involved. And and that's really one of the things that we need from this movement is to people to get involved in their communities and to see who's in charge. And I never attended the select board meetings until last August when all of this was coming out and I was watching Turtle Boy and I was just like my jaw was, you know, every night you'd wash and your jaw would just keep hitting the floor. Um, I went to the select board meetings and then we had Chris Albert who decided after years, decades of, you know, not paying taxes and um, it's all public record. So I'm not saying anything that's not true. It's public record um, and minimal voting. Uh, he decides that he wants to run for select board because that would be a good thing. And he had his house, he had two foreclosure notifications on his home Um and, um, you know, I said, what is this guy doing in government? What is he doing running our town? Something's wrong here. And it was between that and, um, you know, the Karen Reed case, because they all intertwine because Chris Albert's brother's house and it, it's all connected. And um, we all came together as a family. I never knew any of these people before this. I never knew the people in the town that I now are I'm like family with. You know, the people of this movement, we're like family. And, but we all, everyone brings different strengths to the party. And I, you know, I call it a party, but everybody brings different strengths and we all thrive off each other. And it is a beautiful thing. 
And those who speak, speak. Those who research, research. Those, everybody has a role. And uh, it's really a beautiful thing. And all we want is the best for our town. That's all we want. And so I really hope that people, uh, and this all started with Aiden, because if it wasn't for Aiden, and if it wasn't for his reporting on this, I never uh, would have known. And it never would have sparked me to go to the board of select because, you know, I always thought it ran. See, you just took a word right out of my mouth that I was literally, I was thinking the word. Um, and it was really crazy that you just did that because I was going to say what Aiden did is great, but make no mistake that all he did was provide a spark. Right. And, and the flame that, that ignited and is continuing to go are the people of Massachusetts, um, the people of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts as well, you know, more specifically the, the, the County of Norfolk and, and the town of Ken. Um, but that's the flame. Uh, and obviously that's the case seeing as while turtle boy was in jail, all of these wonderful people, showed up to Karen Reed's hearing and they were just as vocal as a matter of fact, as if I'm not mistaken, there was more the, the most people at a Karen Reed hearing than ever. The uh, energy was yeah. incredible. Yeah. It was incredible oh. there. It was, is amazing. It was incredible. I mean, we, yeah. so Aiden wasn't there. That's what's most inspiring to me. Yeah. Yes. And, and they don't know what to do with it because we are positive. We are fun. We are loving. We hug, you know, and we are happy protesting. We're not angry protesters. We, we give protesting a whole new look and people don't know what to do with that. <laughs> you, know, how, you know, how do you arrest somebody that's happy? I mean, you know, we're happy and we're respectful. And we were so pumped and we made sure you know, we got feedback that, um, you know, there were many um, police, Mass State Police and other police officers uh, that supported us, mm -hmm. but they did not like the booing. Mm -hmm. And so we said, OK, stop. We're all for feedback. Stop. Don't you know, some people like to boo. Some people don't. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not a booer. Um you know, and so we said, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so anyways, when they came, it was the chant was free Karen Reed, free Karen Reed. And it, that was the chant. And it was it was just unbelievable. It was surreal. It was surreal. And when they came in, you know, most I would say 99 percent of the people free Karen Reed. And it was that side that was angry towards our mm. side. And that's yeah. what it always is. It's not yeah. us. It's the other I side agree. that's angry, giving us the middle finger, shouting profanities, um, and not us. We will not engage. And um, nobody created sides either. Like people right. were just like, hey, this is what's wrong. And this is yeah. why I know this is wrong. Right. Read for yourself. And then right. people were like, ah, no, she yeah, right. me no. alive. And then, you know, live in denial. Like, right. It's insane. It's just like, dude, like, what is so bad about having doubts that someone murdered a cop <clears throat> and wanting to find out who really did? did it. Right. Yeah. This is not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist type guy at all. I, I am not the guy that every time, dude, if somebody starts talking about flat earth, man, like I tune out and I go away. 
I don't want to hear it. Um, you know, but I, I do want to say something. To, I do want to say ahead. something. Everyone that you saw outside there were Cameron Reed supporters. Yeah. And the ones that opposed us were witnesses yeah. walking yeah. in. Yeah. There was not, you know, sometimes you have protesters where you have one protesting this side, one there's no protesters supporting Karen Reed is guilty. No, 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 no. Every person you see on that sidewalk supports Karen Reed. Yeah. And the only ones who do not are the witnesses walking into court. Right. Real quick, I just want to read this. I've had this pinned up and I didn't want to interrupt because it's been such great conversation. But um, this is from the admins and it, it's coming from Aiden. He says he wants everyone to know how much he loves them and thanks everyone for being there and is glad that the truth came out in court today. So that's very important that that got put up. And also, I'm just going to take another moment really quick. Again, why we're doing this stream tonight, it's for Aiden. It's to get donations um, up to his defense. So if you can, please uh, donate to his defense. Uh, I know the link has been getting put up there by one of his moderators. I don't have the ability to pin it. I wish I did. But um, uh, Jennifer in the chat has been so gracious to keep putting that out there. So please, uh, if you have just a couple of bucks, anything to help out and just donate over there, uh, we, we greatly would appreciate it. So thank you. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, Rita, really quick, I, I just kind of wanted to piggyback and you and I were talking about this before we went live and you said, you know, talking about getting involved in your community. And I always say that on my live, you know, I always talk about that. We were talking about that. I'm and sorry, Brian, real quick, just to yeah. piggyback off of what you're sure. saying. That's a great question. Somebody's asking, Andrea Sweet's asking, can we cash app him? So can you, can we still send money to like a lot of people are already comfortable doing like through his cash app or PayPal or whatever? Is that still... I don't um, know. I don't know if that outlet is open. Um, I didn't get clarification on that, but I, I, I assume why yeah. it wouldn't be, but right. I also don't feel comfortable being like, yeah, go to yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Maybe. But, oh, okay. So, yep. We have uh, from, from Jen. Yep. Cash app is fine. So if you have his cash app, absolutely. We can, we can get money sent over that way as well. Too. Right on. Okay. Just cool. wanted to make yep. sure oh, cool. Cool. if we, if we don't have to limit the means yeah. of yep. contributing, then great. Know, all the better. Yeah, that's, that's great. So Jen is getting the approval. Cash app is okay. Perfect. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, just talking about getting involved in your local community, you know, and I, and I always say this too, and I think people probably sick of me saying this is that, you know, I think people really focus on the national election too much. You really need to look at the people that are running your communities and the right. constituents that run in your communities, do the background checks on them. Don't just vote them because they have a D and an R in their name, or they might be an independent, you know, this, this person that comes in and schmoozes their way in, see who they're connected to. Believe me, I'm sure the line goes deep. You know, and as we're finding out specifically in the Karen Reed case and what's going on with Aiden, the fucking line is running really fucking deep here. It is. So, you know, be aware. be aware. Go in there and vote for Rita. Yeah. yeah. Vote for Go Rita. in there and vote for Rita. Everybody wants you to run, Rita. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to the end of January to figure that one out. But we're looking, we're looking for some good candidates. But I'm going to be involved in the audit. So that's good. The police audit. At Kathleen Howley and I are both involved. We're, we're the two people from the petitioners and we're waiting for them to announce the other two people in February one, the whole committee is supposed to be together. So we'll be starting to meet on that. Um, I just want to sidetrack back because someone put something in the comment and I didn't mention it. Uh, and then I'd love to go back to the community stuff, but the, when Tully gave her the subpoena, gave Lindsay the subpoena for 
um, you know, for the grand jury the following week. Um, it was for that Wednesday and um, the grand jury got canceled and there was never any topic. And then there's supposed to be another date, but there's no even real topic about what they're going to talk about. And according to the testimony, the, the reason that they gave her the subpoena was so that Aiden wouldn't be, they would make her a witness and then Aiden wouldn't be able to blog about her. So, um, you know, a little bit curious, a little bit curious. But the restriction was lifted about who he could. I mean, I don't think it was ever said that he couldn't blog about even the witnesses. I mean, he couldn't like approach them and be like, hey, you know, like he was doing before. But but as far as I understand, um, he could still blog about anybody that he wanted or talk about them on his channel. Um but so I, she, I could be wrong. I don't she know. Crossed, she double-crossed him. I mean, you know, betrayed him, betrayed his trust. I mean, she betrayed his trust and went with uh, Kate Peters and all them. Oh, and then there was another another thing that came out in court today. Um, when she had to go to court on the 27th, if her babysitter didn't work out, Jen McCabe was the backup babysitter. Wait, What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I so, told you, dude. Yes. It runs deep, bro. Yes. The, 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 the ties that bind run deeper and deeper, bro. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 wow. like, unbelievable. You know yeah, unbelievable. So you have Kate Peters, you have Ken Mello, you have Tully, <clears> and then you have uh, Jen McCabe ready, willing, and able to be the backup babysitter for her children. Will, I'm telling you, bro. The ties that bind are just crazy. You cannot make it up. <laughs> Fucking exhausting, dude. It, isn't it very exhausting? It, is. like, it really... When does it stop? Like, <laughs> well, no, it's just so funny because I see, like, the same idiots in this chat right now, and I'm just like, yeah. how stupid are you? Yeah. Like, one thing after the other, you know? And... and uh, there's nothing going on. You guys are crazy. You guys yeah. are conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Like, no, and they're probably flat like, earthers. How right. are you not questioning these things? Right. right. Like, these things geez. don't add up. No. Oh, no. Don't you dare. Um, Rita, can you tell us a little bit about the audit that's coming up? Because I it's supposed yes. to be in February, correct? Well, the audit's supposed to be in February. So what, we're going to get the team together. Okay. Um, and How so it's going to be the director of finance, uh, you know, for the town. No. And then he, he's going to appoint two no. people from uh, at large from the community. And then Kathleen and I uh, from the petitioners. So we don't know who the other two people are. I, I haven't heard their names yet. We're waiting for that. Um, so we'll be a team of five. And then what we'll do is we'll get together, figure out the scope um source you know potential vendors um and then make a recommendation and um so i'm not sure what the timeline is but i think by the time we get everything going you know and then you have to have the auditor uh able to come in during that time frame so you know maybe 60 days to try to figure out who you're going to go with and then take it from there so we should have something i would say you know, I would say by the by the April May timeframe of who we're going to go with, um, but you know, it all depends how you how we're able to connect. But the whole team is supposed to be together by February one. What what is the actual process that you're going to go through? 
can you just tell us a little bit about that? What type of things oh. will we be looking at? You know, do you know any, any, so I don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very familiar with audits. I've been, yeah. I've been through a bunch of them too. They go yeah. through everything. Right. <laughs> Which is fantastic. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, of course, if you have no. nothing to hide, then why yeah. not? Right. Exactly. Right. So, um, you know, basically audits look at, you know, procedure and it looks at your compliance to those financials. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it looks at all that. And so, I really don't know at this point. I'm sure I'm going to get um, a good education on it. Sure. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I've gone into business areas all my life and turned around, you know, poorly performing areas with no knowledge of the business area at all. So this is nothing to me. I've done this. You know, this is what I've done my, throughout my career. Yeah. Uh, it won't take me long to figure it out. But um, we are... Um, you know, we're going to look at everything. And, and if something needs to be fixed, it needs to be fixed. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a punitive thing. It is to grow and to be efficient. I mean, as a, <laughs> as a town, it is leadership's responsibility to be um, prudent fiscally and to do the right thing and to implement operational um, improvements. And if they're not doing it, then um, it's a disservice to the community. Well, so, imagine walking into, uh, imagine your favorite restaurant and they're saying, we're going to have a corporate inspection and the customers in the restaurant know it. And then they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Well, we're just going to make sure that, you know, the employees are all washing their hands and, you know, prepping the right. food and everything's to date. You're not going to get food poisoning. No, no, I'm not comfortable with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. I'm going to give you a perfect example. So there was another threat. You know, I don't know if you know, Will, there were threatening letters sent to four women, myself included, in uh, October and uh, to silence us. And um, we were not silenced. And then on December 22nd, I think it was, there was another, the same day as uh, Aiden's victorious uh, court hearing, uh, there was another threat made on Twitter, and I don't have Twitter, but somebody showed it to me and said, Reed Lombardi needs to be taught a lesson. And so Kathleen and I went, Kathleen went with me to the police station. As you say, that's a threat. To, to report the threat. Yeah. We go into the police station, and we know because we were in there a couple of weeks ago because Kathleen reported a threatening situation in front of her house. There was a car creeping around her house. And so Kathleen was going to the police station. She didn't want to go alone. And so I went with her. And so when we went there, like the beginning of December, the officer that took the report was very professional. And he said, he took us into the interview room. And he said, before I start, I, I need to turn on the um, interview uh, camera. Well, I'm going to be recording this interview. We said, fine, no problem. So we knew that that was the procedure. And so then when we went on December 22nd for my threat, and there's a lot more to the story because I called the, I called and the person who answered the phone, he's a sergeant. And I, I must add caller ID, not friendly to me. And I've done customer service my whole life and I can pick up on not friendly and it wasn't hard. And he was not friendly. And I said, listen, this is my second threat. I'd like to speak to somebody who is senior. Nope. You're going to get this. What street do you live on? Yep. That's the patrolman. That's who you're going to get. And so I went to the police station with Kathleen and they had us wait. And then this officer brings us into the interview room 
And honestly, we could have been on fire in front of him and he wouldn't have budged. I mean, he just didn't care. It was um, just didn't care. And so we let him know uh, at the end of the, so we asked for the senior person, you know, like halfway through, because this guy, he, oh, he didn't know anything. I mean, he was Mickey the dunce all the way. And we said, listen, you really want to speak. I mean, he was really Mickey the dunce. I mean, you're going to find out how Mickey the dunce he is. Um, I don't want to say right now, but you're going to find out how Mickey the dunce he is. And he, so we said, we want someone senior. So then he brings in the sergeant that answered the phone and the sergeant basically said, listen, this is who you get. And if you don't like it, you're welcome to leave. Well, I'm, I'm reporting. That's great. That's great uh, community policing, huh? Isn't it? Isn't it? It made me feel safe. And serving. You gotta right. love it. And he didn't, he didn't, they didn't care. They didn't care. And he played dumb to everything. And at the end of the interview, Kathleen says, um, you know, last time we were here, uh, the other officer turned on the interview camera and I noticed that you didn't turn it on. Is there a reason you didn't turn it on? And he goes, um, I forgot. Well, you know, the Canton Police Department prizes themselves on, oh, we have all these procedures. And, you know, so the audit that the Canton Police Department does, which they shared with us, is that the Massachusetts, whatever they are, state police, whatever they come in. I got this whole page of audits right here that they do. <clears throat> they come in and they audit them every three years and make sure that they have the right policies and procedures in place. Well, that's all well and good. But if you're not following them, what good are they? And so here you have two women coming in reporting a very threatening situation, not the first threat, the second threat for me. And she had already reported a second threat for her. And he doesn't even turn on the camera. And the other one says, and this is all you're going to get. And if you don't like it, leave. And um, that's just not acceptable. Not, <laughs> not acceptable. I like that. This is what you're going to get. You don't like yeah. it, leave. Okay. <laughs> It's incredible. That's it was tough. incredible. It was really bad. It was really bad. And I'd love to see them challenge us on that conversation. So I have submitted a public records request <coughs> to find out anything and everything that they've done on this investigation, which I'm sure is going to be the, the goose egg. You know, <laughs> the big goose egg. There's nothing coming back. And that's really sad. Yeah. Real, real quick, I just want to do this again. Let's uh, just want to bring up Aiden's defense page. Uh, if Jen's in the chat, if you can just drop that link again. We just want to get some donations driven over to his defense fund. We really would appreciate that. Obviously, you can use all the means that you've been uh, sending uh, some support to him. Uh, Cash app, Vamo. I'm sure he does all those PayPal. Uh, please, you can just help out. We would really appreciate that. That's why we wanted to do the stream tonight just to, uh, to help Aiden out, get some activity on his channel, make people aware uh, that he needs help in his defense fund, and, and we really would appreciate that. So, Absolutely, because he was yeah. not expecting this. I mean, he was, Aiden was looking at the farce of uh, the charges that they, you know, they charged him with in October. And you listen to this evidence, and you hear what we heard today, and you know the story like the rest of us do. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 you got four people that are related to the Karen Reed case involved in this uh, domestic violence allegation. And it's just so frustrating because knowing all those facts, it's frustrating for two reasons. One, because 
the obvious. We know that, uh, like hearing all those facts and hearing everything that was said in court today, uh, it's clear that he's being railroaded. It's clear that they're 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 ironically charging him with intimidation, but they're this is all an intimidation tactic against him, clearly. Uh, but on top of that, we all know Aiden's personal business, which I don't want to know. I never wanted right. to know, but it sucks because it's necessary to know that this is part of the behavior taking place in that DA's office. Uh, without knowing all of these facts, you know, we're not going to know that Aiden is being railroaded. Right. Uh, and, and, and it sucks. It really sucks because I don't like my personal life being blasted out there. You know, I mean, it happens. It kind of goes with the territory, but it it still sucks when it happens, you know? Um, so I, I just feel really bad for him right now. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I mean, one of the, the session that I sat in at the two o'clock spot, I mean, it was, there was a lot of personal stuff that came out during that. And I'm like, you know, this sucks. Like I wouldn't, right. again, I wouldn't want all this stuff put out there for people to listen to this, but you know, he was, what I observed today was very focused. Uh, he looked in to be, to be in good spirits. He looked good. Uh, looks like he lost a little bit of weight. Um, you know, he looked like he's been, you know, working out, which is good and probably keeping his mind fresh. Didn't seem faltered at all and stood there, you know, strong and proud. And, and, uh, he knew we were all there to support him, which was great. He was kept looking around, uh, kind of just making eye contact with all of us individually and and just really focusing on his attorney when his attorney was asking questions and getting things clear for the record. So that was it was nice to see that. Obviously, I don't want to see him in that situation. But again, I think uh, he stood there, uh, you know, uh, strong today. That's, that's was, what I thought. Yeah. And people, you know, I've heard I've only known Aiden since the May, April or May, June time frame, you know, when I started watching um, about this case. And I know there's people that, you know, speak about things that he's done years ago. I don't know that. All I know is the Aiden that's in front of me. Mm -hmm. And all I want to say to people that know people that are haters, people change, you know, and people grow and, and people learn and people get better. And I was really proud of Aiden today. And I'm always proud of Aiden. And, you know, I'm not a cult. You know, I'm not a minion. I'm not a dummy by any stretch of the imagination. I thought we were minions, though. Yeah, we are minions. You know? <laughs> and we're the minions. I, yeah, I'm really proud of him. And, it, <sighs> you know, I'm not saying that he didn't have certain attitudes way back when. I'm sure he did. You know, people say that. Didn't we all when we were, when yeah. we were younger? Yeah, you know, but people change yeah. and that's what we need to embrace. If people can change and be better, well then let them let that go. Do you know what I mean? And and embrace who they are today because we all don't want to be held accountable to what we did 20 years ago or 10 years ago. We all want to be recognized for what we do today. 100%. A thousand percent. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, so let's do this one more time. I'm just going to post this up again. You know, we're here in support of Aiden today. We'd like to get some donations into his defense fund uh, through his cash app. Of course, you know, any ways that you've donated in the past, we're just trying to wait, raise some awareness for him here on his channel. That's why we did this no. special live. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a real honor. It's been a real honor to be asked to do this and be here live today to support him, his, uh, his channel, his uh, subscribers, and just get some relative 
news out there to get the truth out to people because yes. there's a lot of shit going on out there on Twitter and Facebook and all that shit. And that's why we wanted to come here live today to let everybody know, no, this is what happened. And no, this is what's going on because this yeah. is the truth. This is from court today, you know, yes. and you're hearing it from the horse's mouths. You know, we, we were there. So, right. And even though I didn't, the outcome wasn't what I hoped right. for, I respected it. You know, I respected it. Just like in the Board of Select, when we voted for the audit, you know, and we lost the vote to for our, our alternative voting for Canton because we knew we'd get more people voting for the audit than if they went the traditional way. We accepted the vote. You know, people want to say we didn't accept the vote of Chris Albert being um, select board member in uh, April. You know, people didn't have the information that we have today. We accepted today what the judge said. We weren't happy, but we understood. And um, we just have to move forward and keep fighting the battle. Real quick, Rita, because a couple of people are well, not a couple. A lot of people in the chat are asking. Um, I wasn't there to end the hearing. So you can just give us a little bit of a conclusion and then just tell us a little bit about what happened after court when everybody went out. I think you guys saw Aiden on his way out. Uh, yeah. So what, so at the end, how did it conclude? Much, I think at the end, uh, you know, they got, they had the person come on zoom, the, person, <laughs> the reluctant witness. She came on zoom. She said, you know, I, um, nothing, nothing, nothing. And so then the judge recessed for like 10 minutes and came back and he extended the rest restraining order for a year. Um, he also told, cause Tim argued something about Aiden being able to continue to do his job. And the judge said, listen, each of you two lawyers, give me your opinions and I'll look at them. And so they were going to do that. And then we went out front, we talked to Tom CPU. Uh, he's great. And we, he did an interview with us and we shared, you know, how we felt. Um, and then we walked around the back cause we knew they were going to take Aiden out because we saw the uh, van go down and we stood there waiting. And I want to say this, we were in court and every single uh, court official that we interacted with, we had a positive relationship. Yeah. With. Everybody was really nice today. Yes, Every, they were. People yes. were coming by all the, uh, the, the, the people that work in the court. I mean, they were just walking by being like, Oh, Hey, how are you? You know? And they yeah. knew why we were there, you know, but they, everybody was really cool. They were there and they were, there was mutual respect and it wasn't just mutual. It wasn't just like mutual respect. It was a mm. light. It was light. And, it, and people were friendly and, you know, they knew that we were there because we believe in what we're doing. And so we walk around the back and <coughs> we went to where the van was and uh, we waited a few minutes and then they brought Aiden out and they, you know, they put him in the van and, and we're all yelling, how, you know, we love him and stay strong. And um, it really was, um, you know, it was emotional. I mean, you know, it was emotional and I'm sure it was emotional for him to see all the love that there is for him and we're fighting for him uh, because we know that what they're doing is, is unjust. Mm -hmm. It is. And um, it should happen to nobody, especially in this country. Yeah. It should not happen in this country. I mean, there's gotta be, see, that's another thing because there's gotta be repercussions for this, you know, and, and, I'm going to theorize here after everything that we've recently learned about Ken Mello, 
it makes sense to me that he would be the person to slap this on. Because think about it. If any repercussions come, if he's a special prosecutor and everything that he said in that interview uh, that he <clears> gave <throat> um, is true, where he says he's a special prosecutor hired by the DA's office, but he doesn't have to answer to the DA. He can handle this case and handle these, uh, this prosecution however he wants to without having to answer to the DA. Great. Uh, but what that does is basically it makes him the... It makes him the, the the patsy. It makes him the 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 fall guy when this goes tits up, which mm-hmm. inevitably it will. I mean, if oh, yeah. if you could show evidence of everything that's taking place and a judge gets a hold of this, I don't see how a judge can ethically not reprimand Ken Mello for conducting this prosecution in this matter. I think uh, it's gonna it's gonna be Mike, it's gonna be Michael Morrissey, the district attorney. It's gonna be Michael right. well, District Attorney. I, I, I would I would hope so, um, but I think that that's the reason why he hired this special prosecutor was so that he could, at least he thinks he could wash his hands of it. He could be like, well, no, the special prosecutor does whatever the special prosecutor does. They don't answer to me. I don't, right. you know what I mean? They can handle this prosecution however they want. So when this goes tits up, which it will, once everything becomes evident, um, you know, the connections with Jen McCabe, the connections to uh, uh, Tully and 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 this so-called victim and Ken Mello directed with this directly with this so-called victim. Uh, I mean, we're going to see I don't see how a judge isn't going to go. You absolutely and totally railroaded this guy. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, that's this coming. Is absolutely that's entrapment. Coming. That's coming. total entrapment. Yeah. Right. And the, the biggest mistake I think Michael Morrissey ever made, I mean, in this case, I don't know what other mistakes he's made, but the biggest mistake he made was that August 25th pre-recorded message in which he said Proctor had no relationship with any of these people. And I sat in court with Karen on Friday, and uh, that's just simply not the case. Simply not the case. Right. And so he went on record to say anything to the contrary is a lie. And you know, Jackson put up pictures, <laughs> photos, the photos aren't a lie, you right. know? And so he really put himself in a compromising situation when he stated what he stated. And I'll give you another way to look at the special prosecutor. I don't think anybody else would take the job. And I think they got whoever yeah. was, was dumb enough. It's to free. Yep. Yep. I have I, to I watch unless you railroad turtle boy, it's it's not a winnable case. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless you absolutely cheat and rig the game, you're you, you it's not a winnable case. And it, I'm sure it was difficult to find someone willing to put their career on the line to railroad turtle boy and get him in this position and do these things. And Ken Mello, based on his record that we've gone over, yes, absolutely the guy to do it. Exactly. Because he had nothing to lose. Right. I'll even say the fact that he could even practice is beyond me. It is it's insane. And it I'll is. even say this. I mean, even just being out at Karen's here in the other day and watching Lally walk into court. I mean, he already looked defeated like he did, didn't want to oh. be there at all. I mean, even seeing it way on him now, and he's just like, I'm so like, I can tell he's just like, I'm so deep in this. I don't want to be here. I mean, he just looks defeated. And the Canton Nine, right? It comes up. It 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 came to light. The Canton Nine. 
Will, you're familiar with the Canton Nine? Oh, yeah. 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 Of course. The Canton Nine. There's only so many shows I can watch at the same time. There's so much going on. So the Canton Nine, Ken Mello is the one who made the call to Canton Police. Yeah. 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 I, I played the recording. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's on the record. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and he keeps calling back. Well, check this statue. Check this, you know, and check with the chief. And it, I mean, right. It was so that? shady how it went down because it was like oh, two shady. or three different phone calls. Yeah. So the yeah. first one was just like, hey, can you do a drive by and make sure that nobody is acting a fool, you know, and harassing anybody. Right. And then, you know, and, and the cop was even like, well, they're they're allowed to protest. He wasn't aware of this unconstitutional law that exists. Right. And so he was like, well, they're allowed to protest. They're fine. And then uh, he goes, yeah, just drive by. Yeah, sure. We'll drive by. And then, nope, everything's cool. And then he calls back and no. then he says, hey, do me a favor and take a look at this yeah. particular law, chapter 29, section this and section that. Right. And and then this cop is like basically going shit. You know, and you could even see in the, the 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 video recording of when the cops even approached them that they were reluctant. They yeah. were like, well, the funny thing I mean? about it, they knew more, more about the law than the law knew about the law, I know. which was really funny. <laughs> right. The law itself is unconstitutional. The law that Turtle Boy was originally the law used to charge Turtle Boy originally is unconstitutional. The law that charged the Canton Nine is unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. I mean, it. When you Google the First Amendment, it straight up says you shall not make a law. <laughs> it doesn't say you should stop you. You can't stop people from from protesting. It doesn't say that. It says you can't make a law that stops people from protesting or assembling. So how it, did that even pass is is right. beyond me. Twisted. It's it's twisted interpretation is what it is. It's twisted interpretation. It's yeah. it's twisted to get the result they were looking for. Mm -hmm. Just like they backed into the autopsy, they backed into what is the result you want? Let's back into it. You know, let's get the statue and back into it. And I'm also going to say that um, it was reported to me that shortly after. Um, in the November timeframe, Ken Mello was seen coming out of DD Pizza, you know, with the suit on. And Mello, um, you know, doing a DE pizza. You know, so the relationships run deep. Huh. They run deep. It's just so crazy, crazy, man. I'm telling you, it's the it's ties so that bind, tangle web. Right. And when you talk about it, you sound crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, people say you can't make this up. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't make it up. I mean, you can't. I yeah. mean, but it sounds made up. You know what I mean? Like, it totally movie. sounds made up. And it's hard for people to follow because yeah. it's so. I'll help it's everybody so out. Ready? This is this is it right here. See, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing to see here, folks. Look, there's, <laughs> right. there's nothing to see right. here. Right. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. How how Coffin Daffer was dismissing this the other night and literally got her ass handed to her from Melanie Little. That was just like, what are you talking about? And even and Vinny that got on cut his own gaslighter the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny was just like, what? Yeah. How could you say that? Because Vinny to me, man, like, again, I don't like to speak for other people, but I like to believe that Vinny was sitting in a position to where he was 
counting on people on his panel to be experts, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. And that all of this went under his radar and he couldn't understand why. Like he's sitting there going, how right. were we? How have we not been talking about this? We've been sitting here dismissing all of these people for being conspiracy theorists. And here, right here is the obvious connection. And it took, <laughs> yeah. and it took Alan Jackson to stand there in court to, to spell it all out. Yep. Yeah. It was yeah. And it's like, when... we've, and here we all are going, dude, yeah. this is what we've been saying. What do you, <laughs> what do you like? Are, do you get it now? It was great right. when, when Vinny had uh coffin after go through it. And then he's like, can you do that for me again? And he just totally gassed, like, gaslights her. I don't know how she says it with a straight face. I mean, you know. But then the other funny thing about it, she talked about Chloe, how, oh, well, you know, this is what happened. And they they moved on from the dog. And there's no way that the dog could have done this. But then, like, 20 seconds later, she says, well, the reason they moved on from the dog was the dog got in a fight. And it it attacked another dog. And then... Then in the midst of that, the owner got attacked by Chloe. So I'm like, so you're telling me the dog fucking attacks people? Right, exactly. Jeez, right. right. sounds kind of familiar. Like right. their lies are even lazy, dude. Like it's yeah. so insane. Yeah, I and have it's... never, I have never seen. So, I mean, I've never seen such a, a a dumb bunch of criminals. And I'm gonna I'm gonna rip a page out of Melanie Little's book, and I'm gonna say, I submit to you. How does Jennifer Koffenhofer have all of this information mm. on Chloe? Yes. yes. Where yes. I, have you heard it anywhere else? I haven't. I saw yes. your tweet about that. Oh, I saw your comment about that, Will. I saw but that. Where how does she know about this? Yes. How does she have all of this inside information? Either oh, A, on. she's completely full of shit, or B, she's completely full of shit, but talks to the DA and people in the yeah. DA's office. <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know. Take your pick. Wendy or Jennifer? It must have been Wendy that posted the picture and outed Chris Albert as the source. I think it was Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer posted a picture and she didn't cut off that it came from Chris Albert. And she's trying to be, you know, uh, an unbiased um, participant. No, it came from Chris Albert. So crazy. It is crazy. so crazy. Like Court TV is going to have to rethink their whole panel now, bro. I think like, they are. I, I, like, I, I, got, I and, and I love it. Like I I'm got, here for it. Like and I, I, I know and, and it's nothing against Vinny. He's just a TV show guy, dude. You know what I mean? Like these people don't do any investigating. The guy handles like a hundred cases a week. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I'm saying like he's not just talking about the Karen Reed John O'Keefe yeah. case. He's yeah. talking about every other case that true crime people are talking about yeah like and what's funny is the people who are the most invested in this case don't really follow true crime which is really really i'm, I'm like one of the only people in the true crime community that's even talking about this case i'm not the only person to have covered it some people have done videos about it and then they leave it alone they move on and they talk about other things but for me it's like i until i'm satisfied with answers yeah I'm not going to shut up about this. You know, that's where I'm at. That's just a personal thing with me, you know, but like none of the, none of these people are true crime people. None of these people are, 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 are addicted to the ID channel. Like people who follow this other stuff that I've covered, you know? So it's, it's crazy to me. So the thing is, is Vinny doesn't know that Vinny's just, he's, 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 
supplying a demand is all know. he's doing he a little bit more so I, i'll give him a little bit credit there because he he kind of goes come on i mean you don't see this shit in front well, of you no, basically well, he's but, it, but what i'm saying i got you know, is what i'm saying is yeah. it took alan jackson standing right. in court because it is court tv right so it took alan jackson standing in court and presenting this yeah, to yeah, a yeah. judge for him to go wait a minute <laughs> let's rewind here all this stuff that you idiots have been up here saying which he can't say <laughs> but all this stuff is now up in the air how right. do you explain this jennifer Coffindoffer? i've vouched right. for you a hundred times right and i think i mean i look at jennifer and i i see gaslighting and you know yeah. i'm all she's not even good at it she's not even good at it <laughs> and, and you know i mean i'm all for different opinions somebody's gonna say hey i see it this way and somebody else sees it another way that's great 100%. that's great healthy dialogue but to get up there and to gaslight and that's what she's doing that's a disservice and i know some if some people it might be entertainment that's not entertainment for me because mm -hmm. you have people buying into that crap and that's what's we, we need to stop that as a country. We need to have people speak truth. Absolutely. Somebody asked what my credentials were. Let me tell you what my credentials are. Um, I graduated from the school of common sense and my I have a I have a career in having the brain capacity to put my pants on one leg at a time. And that's how I understand everything that's going on in this case. So that's my credentials. So what is your excuse for not understanding or just, you know, reading? Right. I think it, the glare has a good interpretation that the sky is blue. <laughs> right. <laughs> water's wet. And yeah, water's wet. <laughs> Some people may not be interested. That's okay. Don't right. comment. If you're not interested <laughs> and you're not going to get the facts, then, right. then, then don't comment. You know, but when people comment on something that they don't know about, or, you know, don't pay attention to the facts. It doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch Framed on Turtle Boy's channel. That'll give you some facts. Yeah. You know, come hang out on the glare. Come over to my channel. You know, like, why not? Yo, you know, and we... keep your, yo, keep your ear to the grindstone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Keep your ear to the grindstone. That's right. Because Microdots has got some stuff coming up soon. Yep. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I yeah. love this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I love I, this stuff. Yeah, I've been yes, talking so back good. and forth with Microdots. Uh, yeah, Microdots I have got some stuff yes. in the works. Awesome. So yes. again, we wanted to do this stream tonight to uh, just raise some some awareness to Aiden. He obviously, he hasn't been active on the channel. Uh, we were asked to do this, and we're very honored to do this as well. And again, if you can donate. Uh, to his defense fund, we would appreciate it. The The link has been getting dropped in the channel as we've been talking. And again, you can donate to his cash app as well. Um, and, uh, you know, again, you know, I think it's been a real honor to be up with the th uh, the two of you. I said three because I'm looking at three people on the screen. It's getting yeah. late. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's 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 been a great time and it's been a real honor to do this. So it really, it really has. And, and um, whatever people can do to help him out, we know the holidays just came, whatever. Um, he, Aiden is in the right. And um, as much as people want to try to knock him down, Aiden is in the right. And uh, I saw it today for myself. I saw it. Yeah. You, you don't throw someone in jail because you don't like them. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, right. I, I get it. 
You know, like I, I get it. You know, some people just don't like the guy. That's fine. You're entitled to that opinion. But, but if you're a decent person, just because you don't like somebody is not a justification to take away their basic freedoms and right. lock them up. Uh, so just keep that in mind when you're throwing judgment at somebody, man. And don't kick somebody when they're down. Right. And, right. and at the end of the day, when all this is said and done, we are going to see that Aiden helped us not only with our judicial systems, with our government. Because, because of this case and because of everything, it has raised such awareness on what is broken in our systems and where we can fix it. And let's just fix it. I mean, you know, companies, people aren't perfect. Companies aren't perfect. Let's fix what we need to fix and let's be the best we can be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, I'm here first and foremost as an American. Yes. Period. Period. Yes. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know turtle boy. You know what I mean? I don't know Karen Reed, but when I see someone's rights are being absolutely violated, that's what's setting me off. That's what's fueling me. That's yes. why I'm talking about this. I don't know these people, you know what you I mean? I, I, I've, I've grown, I. I've grown to like turtle boy, you know, personally i've grown to like the guy but the fact is is before that even happened i was like hold on a second hold on let me look at this wait a second no hold on let me look at this before i make up my mind about that wait what (laughs) that has been like that is a reenactment of 90 percent of me looking into this case and looking into what's happened to turtle boy and looking into what's happened to karen reed and and it's so refreshing as far as the Karen Reed stuff goes to see somebody like uh, attorney uh, Melanie Little discussing this because she's 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 hooked up with all those people. You know what I mean? She's hooked up with all those folks at at at, at uh, court TV and everything like that. And then she's standing up. She has her own yeah. convictions and she's going, wait a minute. I'm not going to sit here and play ball. Like (laughs) you need to look at this. This I have questions. Yes. And that's all any of us are saying. We all have questions. None of us actually know what happened inside 34 Fairview that night. Nobody knows. We, we, we have our suspicions. We have our theories, but nobody actually knows. All we have is questions and we want to be able to count on a system to answer those questions. Right. Period. That's it. As Americans, we demand and are entitled to those answers yes we're going to find out what happened though because the truth is coming out oh the truth is coming to find out and and jackson unetti and little are getting to the the bottom of it yeah it's it's called and aiden of course aiden as well too and people if people don't speak up now who's going to speak up for them Mm -hmm. we got to speak up you know, we've got to rally together. And I got to tell you, this movement grows every single day. Oh, yeah. Because people are finding their voices and they're saying enough. We want the truth. And I am i couldn't be happier for where we are right now. You know, I, I really think that this is the turning point that we have so desperately needed um, in this war on truth. Mm-hmm. And there has never been, in my opinion, a case, Karen's, then Aiden's, a blatant um, misuse of the law. Um, 
there's never been a case like it. And it, it, you know, this should help us uh, launch into better government and better policing. And, you know, people say reform, reform. I don't like that word. In business, we say transformation. We're going to transform an area, right? We need to transform our government. We need to transform our, our policing, make them big, take them to higher levels, you know, it's not a punitive thing. Get to higher levels of performance. Then we all win. Yeah. Right. I mean, America is of the people, by the people, for the people, right? Yep. But but when you see that the people aren't running things and the people are upset and they want change, uh, people need somebody needs to listen. Somebody that matters really needs to listen to that mm -hmm. and 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 start to take at least take the first step and listen and hear the issue out and then take the next step to, all right, what do you propose we do? Because logically, I mean, that's not, you know, but you have people like Rita that are speaking up and saying, okay, now that I have your attention, we need to look at this. We need to look at this. And we need to look at this. And right. all the people of Canton are asking for, and all the people of Norfolk County are asking for is just that opportunity. Right. And I don't think that that's unreasonable. We're looking for leadership. You that's, know, people said, hey, they raised their hand. I want to be in a leadership role. Then lead. Right. Yeah. And lead. If you don't know how to lead, bring in a consultant firm. Do something. You know, 100%. if you want to lead, lead. If not, step out of the way. Right. Right. I mean, this is you got to understand this is this is bigger than turtle boy this is bigger than Kara yes. reed this is this is an issue taking place the issue taking place is as as many of us have said and even melanie little said herself you know karen reed is you that's me. right doesn't matter right. what part of the country you live in right karen reed is potentially you or me right so whatever's happening the issue is whatever's happening that has gotten to this point needs to be looked at no matter what happens with Karen Reed, no matter right. if, if her case gets dismissed, if she decides tomorrow to plead guilty, who knows who cares that does not change the fact that that investigation was conducted in the most irresponsible and shadiest way possible in so many different ways. And it's not, unreasonable for the people of Canton, the people of Norfolk County to demand better from the people who are charged with the responsibility of getting justice for somebody who's been murdered. Right. It is not unreasonable. And he's a cop. So, it is a cop. He was a Boston right. police officer. Right. Cameron Reed, we all know I, she's factually innocent. And I, you know, I have never been a political. I have never been an activist. And Karen Reed's case for me was a call to action. I had to act. I could not sit on the sidelines. This could have been anybody. It could have been my own child. And I wasn't waiting for it to be my own child. I was stepping forward um, and standing up for what was right. And everybody just came together. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such, I, I mean, it's such a loving environment. That's all I can say. Everybody is just, um, it's so loving. Everybody wants the right thing. The spirit is just incredible. It really is. 
let me let me address a comment here because somebody's like, you're all nuts. James Kern says you're a bunch of nutcases. Karen Reed is guilty. Okay, let's just say for argument's sake that she is guilty. If you look at the documents that led to her arrest and look at the timeline of events that led to her arrest, that's the issue. It's not whether or not she's guilty or not. It's how the the investigation was conducted. Everybody has rights, including Karen Reed, including the guilty. They have rights. So the fact of the matter is, is the way that investigation was conducted, it was not conducted in a favorable manner in any way, shape, or form that is uh, conducive to the reputation of any law enforcement agency whatsoever. So therefore, you should absolutely demand better. As an American, you right. should demand better from any law enforcement agency in this country. It's that simple. Whether she's guilty or, in it or innocent is, is minimal in comparison to the fact that if these law enforcement agencies in this country are going to operate in the same manner, your rights are potentially violated. Your children's rights are potentially violated. Anyone that you love or care about, including yourself, your rights are potentially violated. That is the core issue here. Right. And, you know, you have a man who got out of a car, who had a jacket on, who had two shoes on, had a belt, had a belt on, okay? <laughs> and they find him in a dusting of snow. They want to say it was a snowstorm. No, it was a dusting at that point. It was two inches of snow. And he wasn't even covered in snow because he wasn't out that long. Um, and, you know, several days later, whatever, they find a shoe. And I don't know if they ever found the belt. Um, but, um, you know, there's no way. And the, the plow guy doesn't see a body at 2.30 in the morning. I mean, that's it. That's the end then, of the discussion. Even this, Rita, just procedural, just procedural. procedural. Why did no one go to the house and interview anybody? Why didn't anybody go up and say, uh, hello, can you tell me why? Uh... Right. And where did they do the interviews? At the witness's house. The witnesses to get them out of the crime scene. And let's just keep in we mind. We could go all day. I love it. Like James Kearns is like, no investigation is perfect, bro. Okay. I There's get that. an investigation. But, but how about a minimum of, of, I mean, how about a minimum standard for an investigation? Because I hope to God, James Kearns, I hope to God, and I mean this, that nobody that you love meets an untimely death yes, and an investigation is conducted in the way that this was in order to get them justice. I hope that that does not happen to you. I hope that does not happen to somebody that you love. And I mean that I truly yes. don't want that to happen. That is why we're here. That's right. why we're talking like this. Right. And you can refer to the chart because that should tell you a lot what's going on. In that house. And I wanted to say something, you know, the, at a select board meetings, the select board doesn't answer questions. Uh, and recently, uh, one of the citizens, uh, Elise, posed questions to the select board for the chief. And they said, email them and the chief will get back. So the chief answers the question in the uh, citizen, the Kenton citizen. Comes to find out that 81.4% of the police force were born and raised in Canton. You would never have that in a business, a successful business. Mm -hmm. So you look at the people that were at the house that night, you've got the same, you know, you got the same metric. You, you know, they're all family. Are you kidding me? Family's not going to lie for each other. Friends right. are lying for each other, you know? And 
you know, it, it's just, it's, it doesn't make for um, good business. It doesn't. It's too much. Agreed. I'm not saying you can't have people born and raised in the town, but 81%, 81.4%, that, that you don't have any diversity. You don't have any creative thinking and everybody's just going to follow along with everybody else says. And that's problematic in my opinion. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's absolutely problematic. We're at about an hour and a half. What do you, what are y'all thinking? You want to keep going or? Wrap it I gotta up. go to work tomorrow. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. I mean, I could talk to you guys all night, yeah. but <laughs> we'll have we'll have to have Rita back sometime. And again, you know, if we're asked to do this again, we certainly will. Again, the biggest focus tonight is that we wanted to focus on um, getting some awareness to Aiden's Defense Fund. If you can find it in your heart to do uh, to to give out some donations to help support his defense fund, we would appreciate that. And also, um, you know, we can hit a bump on cash app that's still open there. So I know he, he gets donations through that too. So please. And, uh, one of the admins will drop the link in the chat. We appreciate that. Um, I don't know. I'll go around the panel really quick before we wrap this up. Uh, Rita, any parting words? Yeah. I mean, I just see a comment here. Somebody says my town sucks and my town doesn't suck. My town is a beautiful town. My town is a historic town. Paul Revere yeah. had a road through know, there. gun yeah. out of mill here. I mean, you know, my town is a beautiful town. We just have a problem right now that we need to fix. Yeah. And we'll be beautiful again. And look at the people that are standing up, rising up against authority. That doesn't suck. That's not at all. That's the kind of town I want to live in. Yeah, me too. And I think I I live in that kind of town, but you know, thank goodness that we're not in a position to where we have to go through what you guys are going through right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and people should like really, instead of jumping to this conclusion that the town is bad and the people in the town are bad, you should hope and pray that you have, a town that tight knit that you, you know, wherever you live that cares this much about, about your community, you you should, you should hold your town to that standard. Right. And it only takes one person to start and then everyone else comes on board. I didn't know any of these people and now we're like family. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I think there's uh, there's nothing wrong with what's going here. I think people are getting, you know, Rita and I were talking before we went on air. I think people are getting more in tune to what's going on in their communities. And through the social media reach out that we're, you know, we're using this awesome platform today to do that. And, um, you know, it's okay to challenge things in your community. If something, you know, if something doesn't seem right, it's okay to have questions about that. That's why you have select board meetings. That's why you have these meetings you can go to. It's why you can peacefully protest. You can bring awareness. You're allowed to do that. It's your First Amendment right. No one can stop that. No one can take that away from you. They're trying to do it here, but it's not going to happen. And ultimately, right. in the end, uh, ultimately, in the end, uh, we will. You know, Aiden will win. This this side will win because you can't oh, do that. Will. You can't. He will. Yeah. yeah, make no mistake that every single freedom that you take for granted every single day is it, you have it because someone at some point mm-hmm. asked questions yeah. and demanded change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was willing to die for it. Yeah, one of the greatest Absolutely. things one of the greatest things happened here about what 200 years ago the uh the, the Boston Tea Party where tyranny was was squashed 
and they took a they took a stance against it. And one of the most amazing things happened: the re, uh, the Revolutionary War, and you know, was to fight back against the government. And it's okay to do that. You can fight back. Believe me. And if those if those guys didn't do that, we wouldn't be sitting here today, being able to to talk here on this live and have the rights that we do. So. And, and, and we have the people that have been threatened and the people that have been threatened <laughs> out. We know that we were putting our safety at risk, mm -hmm. but the cause was worth it. You know, did I want anything to happen to me? Hell no. But the cause was I was I, I did not want to live in a country um, that that didn't support the law. Right. You know, right. that didn't support the rule of law. Yeah. Nobody hears anti-cop. No, you know what I mean. No. Like I'm in trouble. The first person I'm calling nine one one. Right. <laughs> you know, we are pro police. Yeah. Pearl yeah. Police. We're just saying that you know, there's a certain type of cop that is doing things a certain way that the people have a right to question and demand better of. It's Absolutely. Not, it's not unreasonable. Nobody's saying it every day to Business defund the police or anything like that. Nobody's saying that. Like right. that. No, I want no. more, but I want good right. people in office. No, I want good right. people in office doing that job. You know, right? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. All right, I think that's going to end our live. I want to thank all the guests, the panel, the special hosts tonight: Rita, uh, Will, the Glare. Go check out his channel. I'm over on LTL if you want to follow me, and you see Rita out there all the time. And she did a she did a, a awesome Court TV interview. Go over and check out on their page. And of course, you're going to see her out there leading the charge along with Turtle Boy and the rest of us for the Free Karen Reed movement. So again. Uh, it was a real honor to be here tonight to do this, to raise some awareness and give everybody some updates to get the truth out there from the horse's mouths, not this bullshit that you're reading or seeing all over Twitter. This yeah. is where it's at right here. And, uh, you know, right from everybody that's been in communication and, and being in court and, and hearing what's going on. So absolutely, um, let's do this before we go out. Let's show some uh, love to Aiden. Let's throw some turtles in the chat. Let's get it rolling here for him. And uh, that should take us out. <clears throat> right on. And thanks. Uh, okay, I heard I heard that Aiden was listening. So thanks awesome. for oh, that's let, letting us take over it. your channel got here, you. dude. Yeah, <laughs> I hope, yeah. I hope things are as comfortable as they can be for you in there. But uh, but uh, we're all pulling for you, man. Right. So. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you all soon. Uh, if we get asked to do this again, absolutely. We'll come back maybe, you know, a couple days, a week or whatever but we'll, we'll be in touch. So come check us out. Thank you all for being here. Uh, and everybody have a great night. Okay. Oh. You too. Thank you. All right. Take care. See you later.